just FYI. King of my castle, peewee of my playhouse. If you don't like it, I click it like a miss house. I am the one who is in charge here. I am the one who makes the rules. I decide what hangs in the hallway. That is, I would if I'd a hallway fool. All the crumbs in the couch don't bother me. That's my policy to let them motherfuckers be. Psychiatric nurse at the home for the insane. I am the one who calls all the shots. I will decide between french fries and tater tots. No one can make me choose. These are the things I choose to do. I am the one who says how many Batmans in the living room. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, big old fat so. Happy birthday to you. I don't like your editorializing in the middle there. But other than that. Oh, it's your birthday too, Cliff. Uh, I'm so sorry. Other than who? <laughs> who else? Who else? You singing to your reflection over there? Was your reflection born well, today? I was, getting, I was getting ready for my birthday coming up. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm sad because now that I'm 42. I can no longer sing. I'm 41, and my daddy still calls me baby. But, Kendall, you, for a few more weeks, are still 41, (laughs) and I will still call you baby. And everyone in Bushel Town thinks I'm crazy. Cause I there not a song that's, okay, this is my birthday, so maybe you want to just back off to the station right, with a suitcase in your hand. Said, all right, Kendall, I'll let you go. What are you? Were you trying to say? Get that sour look off your puss, sour puss. I was just gonna say, is there not a song that says something about forty-two in it? I was looking. Well, maybe you know, like Forty-second Street. Forty-second songs Street. for Forty-second Street we'll for this whole, the, the whole year. What's the big song from Broadway come on along and listen to the lullaby of Cliff and Candle or here's one that doesn't match at all we're in the money (laughs) we're in the money (laughs) we got a lot of what it takes to get along no we don't we're in the fatness we are obese but that's okay not in a shameful way we're just saying hey you know what by the way also we're obese it just is that way you know it's just that's just how it is the first 10 years of this show, Cliff, was a lot of shame throwing with our weight. Well, now round, it's just, I'm just pointing it out. Down. I'm not. The first 15 years of our show was a lot of shame. Well, I know. I'm trying to be conservative with my estimation, but I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it now. I'm not shaming anybody. I'm we're just saying shaming. I'm fat. We are, you know, we're fat. And we're I'm okay fat. with it. You know, it, it's okay. Well, why not? Just be okay. Why not? Kendall's 41, and he's okay with his fatness. And anything else you want to say about how wonderful it is that I'm turning 42? 42! Did you ever think that we would ever be doing a show (gasps) celebrating my 42nd? Doesn't that seem just weird? You know, I remember Mr. Snodbottom saying, you'll never make it to the second year. But we did. And here we are, <laughs> 42 years old, still making the, making the show. We made it to the 42nd year. Uh, to do that. To do that. 
Kendall, what are we doing here on this birthday episode? We're here in the Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse, our store, newly renamed yep. in honor of Pee Wee. Great name. Mrs. Potter, but I Mr. Snodbottom, who you were just calling him the wrong name because you've only known him for like 20 years. It's okay. I have a bad memory. You have a bad My grandmother used to, she would sometimes call out, Phil. And she would be talking to me, and but my uncle's name is Phil, and then she'd be like, "Oh, Cliff." So, and it wasn't like she hadn't known me for a long time, so it wasn't like a thing that she didn't love me. It was just, you know, it's like Kendall's his brain just misfires at times. Well, my grandmother did the same thing. She called me her old son's name, Bubby. She's like Bubby, and so she, you know, I, it just runs in the family. It runs in the family, and just like the diarrhea, Ooh. runs in my jeans. Birthday ruined, so it can't get any worse. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I wanted to get out of the way early. I was about to start saying that it smells good in our store because we've got those mobile ovens and, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. She has rounded up some contestants and we're having a birthday cake bake off and I am the number one judge. Best idea she's ever had. Yes, it is a great idea and I'm going to be the one judging and they're going to be elaborate cakes like I said I want ones like on the Food Network or like on those Netflix baking shows. I want them big and I want to go <gasps> when I see them. That's my big thing. <gasps> Well, see, and you wouldn't let me judge nor make a cake, no. so at least you're letting me try the cake, so I am excited about that. Yeah, you can try them. I said they gotta be big, and I don't want shit just filled with Rice Krispie treats like they do mm -hmm. on TV. I said it's gotta be cake. I want real cake. But I'm excited to see what they pull off. The smells are wafting, and I see people out there rolling out fondant, and I hope they don't accidentally get any of your little crystals your you know voodoo crystals and then get them into the cakes and choke us to death on there that's my only Cliff, you know that they're fear. not voodoo <laughs> they're hoodoo <laughs> hoodoo i do <laughs> I, I i did make a big batch of moon water and during the super moon that i'm selling and I, I i gave you a free bottle you know it's one of your birthday presents just so was, i thought it, i thought that was a bottle that you had used when you were stuck in traffic you know, as no, little, no, it's really mean? important, really good water for oh. you. You can either drink, you can put it on cuts, you can put it in your bath. It's just, it's good for everything. Well, I had this one patch of grass that I saw that really needed some special attention. So that's what I, uh, you know, it's like fertilizer. Well, I'm glad you, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we I'm won't have another supermoon till 2037. Oh. So you gotta, gotta make sure you get that use out of it, you know. Wow. Now, okay, we're 42 this supermoon. And what is the, or whenever that was, I guess we're still 41, but now they're 42. So how old will we be in that year that you just said? 56. 56? Yeah, so you should have saved that moon water. You're going to need it. That's a, that's a shocker, folks. This is a shocking episode, and the shocks will continue. <laughs> the shocks will continue until morale improves. <laughs> but... I'm getting ready over here. People get ready. There's a train coming. And this train is engineered by Kendall. And it is a mini countdown of the best Bet Midler movies. I know you were up all night tabulating. You probably had those big, 
you know, plastic boards where you're writing out these big algebraic equations to, to whittle it down. Well, I use my Apple Watch, Ugh. but I'm still tabulating. Still, still tabulating. tabulating. There's so many, yeah. It's, it's going to be a packed countdown. I'm just going to relax over here and turn things over to you, Kendall. At 42, I'm going to be real calm. I don't think it'll last. Um, well, so Cliff, no need to flip a space coin since I'm doing it. Uh, I'll start out with number six. Number now, six. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say that I could have, I could have said a certain one for number six. Mm-hmm. And since it's your birthday, I'm not going to do it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to throw the train off the tracks this early. I'm just going to go ahead and mention it as an honorable mention early on. Okay. And say I would have said number six, but I didn't want vetoes to come flying out on your birthday. So the honorable mention number seven on the list is a little film that means a lot to me because I would I would go to Universe, or not Universe, I'd go to Disney every year, right, mm-hmm. with my dad when I was little. What made me want to like just watch movies and be involved with movies my whole life. And they had a little movie that you could watch where they showed you the making of it. And they would play this movie on the tour at the Disney MGM Studios. Mm-hmm. And it starred Bette Midler. I don't know if you've seen this or not. About the lottery ticket? The lottery, yeah. Uh, and it was such a great movie. And it's only eight minutes long. But it's still, I just love it. I love it so much. I loved watching the making of it. So that's the honorable mention I'm going to start with. Well, I... When I saw that, I was very confused because I kept telling my mother, no, it's a real movie. It's going to come out. When is this full movie coming? Because, I mean, what better than to watch an hour and a half of Bette Midler running after a lottery ticket that's blowing away and she keeps listening. Well, the number one complaint I had about it was it was not a full-length feature film that came out. So um, there's still time. There's There's still still time, time. Bette. Are you listening, Disney? Disney, give to the people um, what they want. This is what 42-year-olds in America want. It's what, it's what I want. <laughs> well, you're, so, you're, soon, I'm you're 42. 42. You're 42. You're 42. And we want a full-length Bette Midler lottery ticket movie. But, Cliff, yeah. going back to the real countdown. <laughs> yeah. Number six. All right. Number six on the countdown. Now, this is another great movie. Another great movie. Um, I, I feel like, if I'm not mistaken, someone that we uh, had as a teacher at Watkins worked on this movie or, or made sound effects for Splash in the Pool or something. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm talking a, a movie back in uh, 1986, back in one of the big heights of, of Bette Midler's career, when, you know, it, I think it, it, I think I love this movie because it, it reminds me of all the times when I'm not so high on my horse that I'm just down and out. I'm talking about the movie Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Take one typical Beverly Hills housewife. Add a typical Beverly Hills husband. Then toss in one not-so-typical Beverly Hills bum. My husband has brought a bum home. And you've got all the makings for... Guilt, please. History. Wisdom. Mighty dogs. Anxiety. You've got Paul Mazursky's Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Starts Friday at a theater near you. Check local listings rated 14 years levels. Did you love Down and Out in Beverly Hills? Of course. I loved it. She's married to Richard Dreyfuss. They got the bum Nick Nolte comes to stay with them. 
And he's one of those magical bums. And he played bums. a bum, too, on the movie. Yeah, yeah. He, and he's a magical bum who, not really magical, but, you know, in the way of movies where he just affects us all. Everybody in the house can't help but being flipped up and turned upside down uh, by him. <laughs> I do love a good magical bum. Don't you? There should be more magical bum movies. I'm sure there are some, but there should be a big resurgence in them, I think. Amen. That's what 42-year-olds in America want. Magical bums at number six. Goodness, dear. Oh, happy birthday, Cliff. I'm sorry to interrupt your magical birthday show. I'm sure you're talking about something very important. I'm sure it's going very well, boys. You two look like you're having a wonderful time in here, back in your little booth here in your little store, boys. Well, we're talking about... Bette Midler, so of course we are. Of course we are. Oh, that's a wonderful topic. I could go on all night. And we might. And we may. It's a possibility. <laughs> so what, are you guys working on cakes out there? Or are you just walking around? Are you like the Tim Gunn, just going around and asking everybody, what are you working on, What and, and helping them to improve? Oh, well, dear, you know, I, I don't want to put myself in the same category, but I, I'm trying to help everyone as much as I can. Yes, and I'm walking around and making sure that they're Ovens are on the correct setting, boys. You know, you have to have it on the correct baking. Sometimes if you push a different button, then who knows what could happen. Oh, anything is... Oh, not on your birthday, boy. Oh, my. Oh, that's why I'm glad I'm not cooking. I would have put it on the wrong setting. Oh, that's true. Oh, sorry about the bowel attack. But it's all right, and I can't wait to see these cakes. They're, you know, oh, they're one lady over there, she looks like she's about to pull hers out of the oven, and I, when they get huge and elaborate, that's what I can't wait for. I love the elaborateness of the cakes. I just can't wait to see what they do. Oh, myself as well. Oh, dear. Someone is waving you over. I think they need your expertise. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's Robert Etiquette, you know, to not be paying attention. Let, I, I'll just excuse myself, dear, and go check it on the case. Oh, yes. Mister, I'm coming. What can I do for you? Oh, yeah, I want her oh, out man, there. man, these are going to be some good cakes. Yeah. Good cakes, Cliff. But I want her there in case these people run into trouble. I, I need her. I don't want these people screwing up their cakes. This is nailed it, trouble. okay? <laughs> right here in Cliff Kendall's Playhouse. Right here in the Playhouse. <laughs> it is in the Playhouse. Oh, so, I'm sorry, what was I saying when they came barging in about the cakes? Changes in attitudes, changes in latitudes. Changes in latitudes. Nothing remains Oh, you quite see, I'm drinking same. my virgin margarita over here in honor of Jimmy Buffett. I know. You've had a delayed reaction to his passing, and you're just now processing it, and you've chosen my birthday. I've been drinking these since he died. What are you talking about? I just, this is the first time I'm bringing it up. Oh, I don't, I don't like things that have that much salt. You have like two inches of crusted salt around the top of that rim. It's too, it's too salty. My sodium levels. I drink only out of this one spot where I had some salt, and so really I'm not, you know, drinking so much salt. I'm just getting a little bit of the crust from the side of it every time I take a drink. Oh, okay. It is rather crusty. But anyway... Here's to Down and Out in Beverly Hills. I can say, here's to Krusty. Do you remember who played their neighbor? 
I know that, uh, what's her name was in it? That Okay, none of the names are coming to me now, so no, I don't. <laughs> why, why pretend? Well, he's also known for ice skating with Pee Wee at Christmas time. Little Richard played their name. Uh, <laughs> Little Richard, that's right. I was going to say Natasha Leone was in it, right? Uh, Wasn't she in it? No, I'm thinking of something else. No, she was in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> now, you know what I like about Little Richard is I think what also makes me really like this one drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race, Mrs. Kaja Davis, because sometimes they both just go, Whoa! and I just like that. <laughs> when just in the middle of things, like they're like, Whoa! and it's not a, you know, it's just sort of an expression of a feeling. It has nothing to do with anything. Whoa! And I, I find that appealing. Well, that's, I mean, cause that's kind of what you do anyway. You kind of do Whoa! that just with songs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just having. I'm still tabulating. I'm sorry. Still it's, there's tabulating. so many factors to come in. You know, come into play. It's, uh, sorry, I thought you were looking at the Dow Jones stock report. You're, those are your tabulations. No, I don't give a rat's ass about the Dow Jones. I don't have any money in that. I'm looking at the tabulations for the Bet Midler mm. countdown. It's just it's it's causing me a lot of grief. But good grief. Let's move on up the ladder. Move let's go on. to number five. Number five. Cliff. Now before I well. Now, let me say the movie first, and then I'll get to this. So, number five, this movie, I loved, I loved, loved, loved. As a child, I've watched it over and over and over again. And, you know, like a lot of, or some Bette Midler movies, oh, no, a lot of them, a lot of them, uh, it had a musical number in it that I just wanted to sing along with and have a grand old time. And, Cliff, I just, I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. You don't own me. Mm-hmm. The first wife's. Club. Didn't you love the first wives club? Of course. I love the first wives I'm not club. One of your I was uh, I I was barking up the wrong tree with what you were dropping down, the leaves you were dropping down. I know. So but it Well, I like to try to keep you guessing. Luckily, like me, if they were to ever put me in a lot of movies, they would say, let's just have him sing in this one part. And they do that to bet. And so there's a lot of movies, like you say, they have a little musical number in them because we want it. We want more, more, more. Well, if, you, if you're making a bet in the movie and you don't have a musical number in it, then you need to rewrite. You need to, exactly. Then you have one less revision than you needed to on the script because you need to put yeah. one little number in there. Of course, I remember the First Wives Club. I Spanish. recall. Don't you understand that? The company, not me. I'm a mere laborer, okay? You're no. a liar and a fraud. I have no money. I'm not rich. Really? No. Why don't you look in your purse? Oh, you're very funny. They're you're stunning, Morton. Funny. I need all of them. Morton? Oh, God, make it go away. Shelly, look at you. My, my, the bulimia certainly has paid off. Don't start What's the matter, Morty? Can't you buy her a whole dress? Stop it. Brenda, why don't you try these on in your tight? Vividly seeing that in a packed movie house, and the part where they are on the outside of the window, and you know, the window washer little contraption outside oh, yeah. of the window, and yeah. they fall down. And listen, that was one of the <laughs> memorable times of me just noticing, stepping back to notice this crowd of people hooting and hollering and laughing their faces off as the wives were plummeting down the side of that building. <laughs> and also, who else? The wonderful Sarah Jessica Parker is even in that alongside yes. Diane Keaton and Goldie Hawn with 
the aforementioned queen of the silver screen, Bette Midler. Star-studded cast. And Cliff, I think this is a good time to give you your big oh. birthday present that I've given you here, or that I've got you. Here you go. Oh, it's, thank you. Um, go ahead and open it up. You gotta... Now, I don't know if you can tell what that is. No. But, or, or if you... I, I'm, I'm sure that you probably could guess, but you would... You, I have to tell you, it really is uh. the real, real, real jacket and earrings that Bette Midler wore in First Wives Club. It's the white oh. pantsuit jacket. Uh oh. See, now I have a new gold weight, and it's the weight no, to no, get. No, you'll never fit in that. That's jacket. more for a display item. Well, also, I would hope I can use. You know, can lose enough weight in my ears to get these earrings on at least. They're clip on. And guess who signed the jacket? Goldie Hawn. No, Bette Midler oh. stand in. Oh, but, you Rita, know. oh, Rita something. Okay. Well, that yeah. is so nice. And, the, you know, this is probably what the stand in wore. But it was on the set with Bette, and that's what Well, it counts. is. I mean, I didn't mean it was the picture, you know, suit, but hey. It was right next to it yeah. all the time. Could have been back in the wardrobe in case you bet got soup on the real one, but it's all right. Yeah, it's the same color. They have to use it for lighting. It's very important. It was there. So I thought you could put it on a mannequin and, and display it here oh, in the store. Oh, I think so. I think she needs to go in the window of Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse welcoming. <laughs> oh, my God. God. We're going to get so much more business. It's like when they put the plant in the window of Little Shop of <laughs> Horrors and it brought in all that business. Oh, I can't wait for our... Dividends to divide. <laughs> Here they come. Here they come. Oh, Cliff. I, I, I think I finally got it narrowed down. I'm, I, this whole show, I've just been a wreck. But I think I finally got it down to the most important movies in the right order. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope, Kendall. Let's hope. You've had 42 so, years to tabulate. and uh, Well, I could use another hour, but we're going to go with what I got. Uh, you know, 42, I'm going to be calm. So with whatever comes, I promise to try to take it like a, like a, like a pro. Grain of salt? Uh, oh, um, no, that's what's, uh, you do have a grain right on your face from that margarita Oh, glass. sorry. I love it. You've been studying my crystal book, so I can see. Crystal. I picked up one because I thought it was about Crystal Gale, the country singer, but it was not. <laughs> No, even better. All right, Cliff, number four. Number four. <gasps> now, this movie, I saw it a long time ago. I, I don't remember much about it, but I do know it deserves to be in the countdown, so I'm I'm including it. Mm. Um, it's, it's about a, a bygone era. Mm. Back in the days of the early turn of the 20th century, Back when, you know, they didn't have podcasts. There mm. weren't podcasts. There weren't people like us, you know, on the radio or on the internet doing shows like this. Mm -hmm. There weren't even movies. You couldn't go to a movie and see anything. You had to go to a theater and watch people in real life stand up there and sing and dance mm. in the old vaudeville circuit of the 1920s. Mm. And, you know, I'm talking about the stage mother, Rose Hovick, <laughs> from Gypsy. Mm. Uh, there was sounded like a questionable. <laughs> uh, no, no, I have no question. It's of course genius. Uh, my mind can't help but see the remaining slots and wonder what is in them. But uh, oh, you damn know, it! I missed one. 
I, had I, I missed one. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to put that one as an honorary mention. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. A dream about Sorry, you, we have a- Kendall. You're gonna come true, Kendall. They think that we're through, but Kendall, you'll be swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world on a plate Starting here, starting now Kendall, everything's coming up Roses One day I'll do my one-man gypsy for everybody in the theater downtown. Won't that be nice? Won't that be nice? I think I nice. was born. That's one of the roles I was born to play. Mama Rose. See, Cliff, I just had to give you an opportunity to sing that song. But I did... Uh, she, uh, this here's the problem. I blame Bette Midler for being because she's got good. so many great movies, too good. and and there were some that I just I, with all these tabulating and I on this tiny little Apple Watch, uh, you know, it's hard to see. This one I just didn't even see. I completely forgot about this one. And how could I? I knew that you needed one of those big computers, like from those movies in the fifties, where it's a room size computer. Lights are flashing here and there. There's Rolls of receipt paper just coming out different places. That's the kind of computer you need to tabulate. Well, I know I wanted that. Mr. Snodbottom said it was either in the budget for pounds and pounds of, of cheesecake <laughs> oh. for our weekly allotment or the computer. And I said cheesecake. Oh, I wonder if one of those bakers out there is making a giant elaborate cheesecake. That would be good. In the shape of the Golden well, I Girls. I would have made one, maybe. but you said no. Ugh. I couldn't make one, so. All right. Hopefully it's in the shape of the Golden Girls, or at least in their their house. Uh, so just forget <laughs> that I even said that one, Cliff. Forget it. Because this one deserves to be in the fourth slot. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about people. You know, this story, it's a lot like us. It's just total opposites that uh. ended up in a class together, like we did at Watkins. Uh. And, you know, we became friends immediately. Um, these these I people think the went- one thing nobody has ever called us is total opposites. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> They've said well, many things about us. I don't know if they ever came up with that. You but looked 16, I looked 40 at the time. So <laughs> I thought right, that was enough. There you go. There you go. They said, did you bring your father? This old man hanging out with this young kid. That's true. But mysterious circumstances, you know, went around a disappearance in this movie. Mm. And um, it stars two people that we love. Not only Bette Midler, which obviously does, but also Shelley Long. Oh. I'm talking the thing that's hanging up right behind you. How could I ever (laughs) forget Outrageous Fortune? Oh, they, they are far more total opposites than us. Wouldn't you feel better, as a person, just unselfishly helping somebody find out something she really needs to know? No. How about dinner? How about a blowjob? How about a... What did you say? Right here. Right now. Both of us. Kind of, uh... Taking turns. (sighs) He was in here this afternoon. This afternoon? You sure it was this afternoon? Yeah, right in my lunch break, one o'clock. He bought ten pouches of Colton's. Well, you know, and I couldn't just in, in the year of calm, the year of honesty. I couldn't have blamed you because it's such a stacked competition. It is that, although there are a couple that if I don't hear them, there will be some blame going around. But <sighs> there's uh, you know that. But what a fabulous film! Two of my favorite 
funny ladies, Bet and Shelly Long. Justice for Shelly Long is what I also say. That's a new chant I want to pick up after Reboot Sybil. Justice for Shelly Long, everybody. For my 42nd birthday, come on. Come on. Come on. Well, I know there's going to be some ties coming up, I think. Um, because there are, there are just so many. There's there so are, it's too, many it's movies. So many, 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 many. Um, and you know, I was. Many, 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 many. We'll get there later. We'll get there. Uh, we're only at number four. <laughs> the tabulations just keep moving around with all these new <laughs> new insights. That's why, I, that's why I thought it was the stock market because things are going up, things are going down. It's like a second by second. Things are moving. But I'm, I'm going to start moving along because I know we got a lot to get through. We still got a we whole other a half lot. of the show. We got segments. <laughs> we got birthday cake. So, so number much. three, Cliff, number three. Number three. All right. Yeah, I see um, them out there molding fondant. Starting at number wait. three, all the rest of these movies tie for number one because they're all so good. And they are. I, I can't decide between the, They're all my favorites. They're all my favorites. Yes. Um, so at number three, first of all, we have a tie. Oh. Um, this, there's several movies that are just so good. How, how can you leave them out? So we have, first of all, you can't. We have a movie that will make you cry, no matter how many times you watch it. Oh, you got to give a little, take, take a little, a little. And let, and your, poor let your poor heart break, break a, little. a little. Did I guess it? That's, that's the story the of. Story of. That's the glory of. That's the glory beaches. of love. You took away your friendship without even discussing it with me. That friendship was more important to me than anything. I trusted it. I believed in it. But you didn't. And now it's gone. Thank you very, very much for forgiving me. But I don't forgive you. I was so jealous of you, I couldn't see straight. You did everything you said you were going to do, everything! And your talent, this incredible talent! I, I can't even yodel! Harry! What's yodeling got to do with it? Oh, Kendall, as long as there's the two of us, we've got the world and all its charm. You're just the fat between um, underneath my wings. So. <laughs> um, oh my God, I am so fat underneath my wings. I can't. I feel seen for the first time in my whole life. You saying that? But uh, beaches. Oh, if I were a whale. I would beach myself right after I saw Beaches in honor of Beaches. I'm pretty sure so I have good. beached myself after I watched that movie for days. <laughs> uh, so what comes in a tie with that is another move, another movie that is just glorious that stars Bette Midler, and I'm talking The Rose. Oh. Some say love, it is a river that And also ties the three-way tie with Ruthless People. Oh, Ruthless People. See, Ruthless People is the reason why I wouldn't mind necessarily, the the idea anyway, of being kidnapped and held in somebody's basement. Because when (laughs) Bette Midler did it, she got fit 
and thin, and she came out a whole new woman, and she looked fantastic the the whole time. So that's why, you know, that's one perk possible. Don't act like we'd be the first people in history that were trapped in a basement and gained weight. <laughs> on just like gruel and yeah. crackers. They're like yeah. all they gave us was gruel. And they're like somehow their body found a way to manufacture fat. <laughs> they had to go out and buy them bigger clothes in the middle of their so, kidnapping. When do I get out of here? Well, as soon as Mr. Stone pays the ransom. Well, what's the problem? What is the ransom? It it was five hundred thousand dollars. That shouldn't be a problem. He complained. He complained? And then we dropped our price to $50,000. Yeah. He didn't pay. He didn't pay? So now what? So now we're dropping our price again to $10,000. Do I understand this correctly? I'm being marked down? What is this, the bargain basement? I've been kidnapped by Kmart! Uh, so that that was a big three-way tie for number three, which again is still number one. But still number moving one. on up to number two. This is this is not a tie. This is this is standalone. Uh-oh. Uh this movie not only you know, the other great thing about Bet Midler. Go ahead and clapping for it. Yeah. Yeah. The other great thing about Bet Midler is that whenever she's in a movie, A, you have Bette Midler, which is amazing, but people show up. Other actors come out. They're like, Bette Midler's in this? I'm going to be in it too. So you have great starring characters with her, like the amazing Lily Tomlin. Uh. I'm talking a really, a movie about big business. Big, big. business. Big business. Oh, my God. What a oh great my God. movie. See, that's when you said musical scene earlier. I thought, hello, Jupiter Hollow. I hope you're doing fine. Every day you work the factory. Every night a jug of wine. When she's milking the cow at the Jupiter Hollow yes. County Fair. Well, and see, the even as I was saying the thing about music in Bette Midler movies, I completely like was remiss and didn't even think about that song. I was like, oh, but the big business is one that doesn't have one. But it does. They all have it a does. great song. Oh, and just makes a great case for Bette and Lily Tomlin both should have... A, they should have each won two Oscars for yeah. Big Business. They each should have gotten two. They should have, and... Because they play two different characters. Uh-huh. Well, obviously, if anybody doesn't know, they're identical twins. Sorry, spoiler alert. Switched at birth. So, Rose, you take them sightseeing. I'll go in, call off the sale, and then we'll all go to Elaine's for lunch. Elaine's? Elaine who? How do we know that you're going to call off that sale? Oh, no. Well, of course I will. Are you sure that while we're out there looking at the Statue of Liberty, you won't be in there voting so that Italian fella can strip mine, Jupiter Holla? Oh, strip mine? Yes. You lied to me. Would I strip mine our birthplace? This <laughs> is spoiler alert in the first five minutes. You know, of if Hollywood film. wants to remake business, Big Business, we are available. <laughs> I think we'd we make are. a great Big Business sequel. That's, they say that's too big of a business with us in there. <laughs> They're like, we need to make this business a little smaller. But anyway, I won't go on and on, but of course, yes, big business, Country Rose, 
and City Rose and Sadie, the best. The and best. you know, when I went to New York, I went straight to the hotel just to see if I saw two people <laughs> coming plaza. in and out. Yeah. Yes, me too. That's why I wanted to go. I went to the bathroom in the plaza once, so I could oh, did feel you? a like Rose and Sadie, and b like Kevin McAllister. Yeah. In Home Alone two. So good. All right, Cliff. So good. That takes us up to a two-way tie for number one. Uh oh. What could it be? I don't. I, I'm sure that you you might have a book that'll tell you. A book. It's it's very timely right now. It's it's of course about uh, three people. And again, star-studded cast. They came out. They came out. They were you know Sarah um, Sarah. Uh, I'm sorry, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> was like Bette Midler's in this. I got to be in it. Catherine and Jimmy. Another amazing, yep. amazing actress. They both showed up. They did Hocus Pocus and then turned around and said, you know what? 30 years later, let's do another one. Let's and do so another they one. are both on the top of the list Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2. I'm a witch, yeah, the witches are back. Stone cold sinners, as, as a, a matter, matter of fact. fact. Oh, oh, I so love good. it. Love so them good. both. Not in the past 20 years have I seen a sequel that was as good as Hocus Pocus 2. I've n- not, this. listen to this praise, not since Batman Returns have I seen a sequel that was so worthy of the original title. It was the great sequel we've all been waiting for. And I mean sequel that. Sequel of our day. Totally. Yes! So good. So good, Kendall. So good. So I'm good. exhausting. My so watch good. is on fire. It's overheated. Oh my God. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Please put some water on that over there. All Ooh, right. I think you've ruined it. Oh, God. Well, that's all right. Your birthday's coming up. And that's no joke. Oh, but it's time for some bad jokes. Oh, God. These jokes are so bad. Kendall, do you know what falls but never needs a bandage? The rain. And do you know, I was going to tell you a joke about boxing, but I forgot the punchline. Oh, ouch. And Kendall, you know I me, mean, I'm not a fan of spring cleaning. And let's be honest, I'm not into summer, fall, or winter cleaning either. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> oh, Cliff, let's see. I've got a whole bunch of great bad jokes here. Let me just find the good ones, or the, the bad ones. Let's see. Uh, Cliff, the secret to staying young, you know, is makeup. I don't know if I told you mm. that. You make up an age, and then you stick with it. Mm. Oh, and you know... I can only hope to be as great uh, uh, a person as you one day, but obviously with... No, sorry, that's that's not a good joke. <laughs> I don't know what that joke was. It was terrible, though. Um, sorry, I was so... I'm so on the Bette Midler train now. I'm not, I'm not ready for my jokes. Uh, you either got it or you ain't. 
Well, let me take over, Kendall. Why? Why did the egg hide? Well, it was a little chicken. And what's warm and slippery? A slipper, you fool. And what did the snail who was riding on the turtle's back say? He said, slow down, I'm going to vomit. And finally, for this little section here, what do you call a lazy kangaroo? A pouch potato. Oh, I'm a couch potato. Well, Clip, here's oh. the jokes I was looking for. These are jokes by famous people that are about birthdays, so I, that's what oh. I wanted to share with you. Like this uh, zinger from old Betty White. The older you get, the better you get, unless you're unless a banana. you're a banana. Oh, that was Rose from the Golden that Girls. That was Rose. Yes. Also, 50, looking 50 is great if you're 60, and that was Joan uh. Rivers. And just remember, once you're over the hill, you begin to pick up speed. That's Charles Schultz. <laughs> oh. Kendall, why do bees have sticky hair? It's because they use a honeycomb. Ooh. Now, how did the student feel when he learned about electricity? He was shocked. And what do you call a bee that can't make up its mind? A maybe. And what did one <laughs> hat say to the other? It said, well, you wait here. I'll go on ahead. And how do you stop a bull from charging Cancel its Visa card. And why don't we see elephants hiding in trees? Well, very good reason. They're really good at it. Oh, they are good. I've never seen one. Cliff, I'm at an age when my back goes out more than I do. And that was Phyllis Diller. The secret of staying young is to live honestly, eat slowly, and lie about your age. And that was, of Uh course, Miss Lucille Ball. And finally for me... When a man has a birthday, he takes a day off. When a woman has a birthday, she takes at least three years off. And that's Joan Rivers. Oh, Joan. <laughs> What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Well, one's pretty heavy and the other's a little lighter. Uh, <laughs> did you hear the one about the roof? Never mind, Kendall. It's over your head. And finally, Probably. I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. Oh, I get it. Grew... On me, Kendall. You'll get it one day, son. You're 41, and soon you will be 42. Oh, look, Cliff, I hate to say the cakes okay. are starting. Okay. Oh, yes. Look, everybody out there, they're, they're, oh, the cakes are coming along. They're coming along. I see them. I've got to go. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I want to go see if they'll give us a sample. You go do that. Get a little sample of some hot cakes. I've got to go to the restroom. I'm 42 years old now. Oh, you gotta go a lot. All right, we'll be back right after this. Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. 
What do Hark the Herald Angels Sing and Silent Night have in common? Neither of them are Halloween songs. This October, a Halloween album is coming. It includes should-be hit singles, Treat Sack, Teens Don't Raise Demons in the Woods, I Was Stabbed in the Shower, and Protect Me Pumpkin, plus many, many more. Cliff's Tricks and Treats is a dance album full of Halloween classics. It's here, it's queer, get it, and shove it up your own treat sack. Over 75 minutes of music that will scare your partygoers and make them dance. Tricks and Treats, the Halloween LP, will be available at Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse and on the Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast podcast feed this October. a trend amongst today's teens it's a bad scene don't do it please I know what it's like to be the young folks gotta get away from mom and dad sometimes I feel so good to be single that I was debuting from my upcoming Halloween album. Help me, Kendall. Should my Halloween album be called Tricks and Treats? Should it be Halloween Tricks and Treats? Should it be something else altogether? What do you what do you think for my that that was my yes. I do like the name something else altogether, (laughs) but I think Tricks or Treats is better. Don't say Halloween. Just say Tricks or Treats because then you're like, what is it? What is it? Is it about Halloween? Is it not? And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, it's Halloween. Okay. okay. Should you it know? be Tricks Mystery. or Treats or Tricks and Treats? I think Tricks and Treats because let's be honest, there's Tricks and Treats. In well, there. no, they're all treats, but they're tricky treats. Some of them like that. And when well, that's what I mean. new single called yeah. Teens Don't Raise Demons in the Woods. And I think that one's really going to take off around Halloween. I think I've been working so hard on this album with Charles the Contractor, who, of course, also, when he's not contracting, goes by the name DJ Drywall. We have 15 tracks, most of them not recycled from other albums. 
And I just... I know. The back door of our <laughs> store won't even open or no. close because he's so busy working on the album. Well, listen, it took us a long time to get Teens Don't Raise Demons in the Woods right. It took us a really long time. My next single, I'm already thinking about the second single. I think it's probably going to be I Was Stabbed in the Shower. I could not tell. I thought it said it was a vape's And it took us forever to get that one right because we, you know, used an illegal sample from the Psycho soundtrack. But that's what makes it edgy Ooh. and a tricky treat. Hey, tricks. You got both. And, oh, okay. um, yes, 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 yes. What? I was just going to say, even though there's not a song about 42, you know, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the the answer to life, uh, the universe, and everything is 42. Ah, so there you go. Well, then just simply turn to me, and I will explain it all like <laughs> Clarissa. But, Kendall. In a song. Surprise! I have a surprise segment for you on my birthday. Even though people should be surprising me and giving me things, I decided... Well, Cliff, I figured there would be a surprise, so it's, it's less of a surprise, and that's why I didn't have oh. a surprise, because I was like, I, we don't have time for two surprises. <laughs> okay. Well, better look next year. All right, I have a surprise round of tribute trivia, and the tribute this week is to me. The tribute is Uh-oh. trivia about me as it is my birthday. So, get ready, Kendall. These are trivia questions about your co-host right here. Uh-oh. The one sitting in this booth with you. All right. Now we're in trouble. I'm dinging because, yes. Will yeah. this be the last episode? We'll see. <laughs> All right, Kendall, number one. <laughs> Mark your paper over there. This is number one. <laughs> what? I've got my pen here. <laughs> what movie did I see three times after falling in love with its star in the year 2001? 2001. God, I, you know, I don't even know movies that came out in 2001. You know how bad my memory is. Um, uh, but you fell in love with the star. Is that Donnie Darko? Unfortunately, Donnie Dark, no. Oh, I was close. You were close. It was the other one that came out that year, Bubble Boy. Oh, see, I was right next. I was adjacent. You were adjacent. You were adjacent, and it's not. Did I get the year right of Donnie Darko? I believe they came out the same year. I'd have oh, to double well, then check. Oh, you got. Come on, you give me a half a ding for that. Gee. Well, no, because I didn't see <laughs> Donnie Darko till uh, video. Uh, but. Okay. You have many chances left to redeem yourself. Okay, good. Here's another one. Kendall, now, people don't always know that I invented binge-watching years before Netflix. They assume, rightly, that I also invented binge-eating, but I also invented binge-watching. Now, what TV series did I binge-watch almost entirely on DVDs borrowed from my dear old friend Heather. Remember Heather? Wasn't she wonderful? God, there's so many possibilities. I'm gonna go with. It was a beautiful time, teens. I'm going with Andy Griffith show. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that. I can't I, I can't even just give you a it. buzzer on that one. That one gets a. 
Oh, God. Um, I wish I had a sharp stick to slay you with. It was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I, you know, it, it was a long time ago. <laughs> No, you did. You just watched all of Andy Griffith on DVD. It's not. It's not absurd that you would have watched Andy Griffith. Uh, it's absurd that I would have done it in that context. But here's another one. Okay. This, this is one of the ones I thought of as one of the hard ones. <laughs> I thought those others would get you warmed up. But here you go. In the summer, it's of all downhill from here. <laughs> Kendall, flashback with me to the summer of 1997. I saw two different movies twice. So you have you have a bigger shot because you only have to name <laughs> one of them. Now, both of these movies I dragged each of my grandmothers to see. So do you understand? I saw them both, each with each grandmother. And okay. there were two. Name one of them. Name one of the movies that you saw with your grandmother in 1997. Yeah, I, I saw them twice. I saw each of these movies twice, and they both star an incredible leading lady who has not been mentioned on this episode. I'm trying to think of the movies that came out in 1997. Uh, yeah, that'll help. Just, just. Oh, I know, but that's easily access that that in your memory banks. Oh, the movies from 1997. Uh, well, that's I can't remember any movies from 1997. I think I, I think I can think I can think of one movie, but that was like uh, that doesn't have a leading lady. That uh. um was oh was that the year? Would this would this been that movie? Would this been one of them? Uh, uh, was that the year? Um, the, uh, what was I mean? What was the name of the movie? Um, uh, 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 my best friend's wedding. Oh my god! Was that really of the year it came out? Yes, that was one oh my of god. them. The only reason I could think of that is because I was like, well, Julia Roberts. I was thinking of like leading ladies, and that—that's what made me think of that one. Hold, um, let me see. Let me see. Let me think of the other one. Let me think of the other one. Well, don't listen. Don't strain no, no, no. yourself. Let me try. Let me just try. Let me try. Let me the, try. The, the only question was to just think of one, and we have several more questions. So, I'm stunned. Yes, my best friend's wedding. The other was Contact, starring Jodie Foster. Uh, I was going to say as good as it gets. Oh, see, I knew you wouldn't get to the other one. So. <laughs> I should have just shut up. <laughs> Kendall, one morning, as Ooh. my dad was driving me to high school in the 90s, <laughs> the late later 90s, I'll say, we passed a video store that had recently taken out its trash, and I spotted a large cardboard standee of a certain movie. And I begged my dad to drive by and pick it up from the trash on his way back to our house. And he did. What a nice thing that he did. What movie was that standee from? I feel like we've talked about this before. Possibly. We might have talked about it, might have sang about it, might have danced about it. Who knows? What, what, did you say the year or when it was? It was in the later 90s. It may have been... The same year that I saw My Best Friend's Wedding and Contact each twice. Mm, was it a Batman movie? 
A Fat Man movie? Batman. Oh, no. <laughs> Kendall, it was... <laughs> I just imagine... Let me see if I can explain it to you. Just imagine a balcony, and I walk out onto it, and I say, Don't cry for Evita. me, Argentina. <laughs> yes, Evita. God, see, I, in my mind, I was thinking that was earlier than the 90s. God. Oh, no, that was 96, I believe, that came out. Okay. One more, Kendall, just one more. Okay. What singer have I seen the most times in concert? Madonna. Is the second on the list. Cher. Cher. I've seen Madonna four, soon to be five times, and I've seen Cher. Seven by my tabulations. Because oh. Heather and I took it seriously when she said it was her farewell tour, Kendall. So we went a <laughs> bunch of times. And then we went a couple times after that, too, because it turned out to See, be a hoax. That's how she gets you. <laughs> Now it's time. Oh, sorry. That was, I was reacting. One of those cakes, I think, is in the shape of Jake Gyllenhaal out there. They're molding uh, the I think so too. white chocolate onto the wire, you know, the fondant, all this. So I can't, I think but that's wait, what it is. What? I don't even think you're understanding. They're, you look at, they're blowing up a big, like, uh, bubble that go around oh. it. it. That's Bubble Boy, I think. Thank God. That's going to be a good one. Oh, they, they even knew that before I asked you that trivia question about Bubble Boy. But I'm so excited to eat these cakes and that big one that is in the shape of the Golden Girls over there. But before we do that, Kendall, it's time for me to right some wrongs, the wrongs of history, like Quantum Leap tried to do. But <laughs> now I'm going to do it. And I'm going to count down, speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm going to count down his biggest snubs. And believe me, when I tell you the computer I tabulated these on took up two rooms because there have been so many snubs since <laughs> 2001 when I saw Bubble Boy that it's every year it's stunning to hear the Oscar nominations announced and snub after snub. And, you know, it's like time after time, but snub after snub. So, but anyway, number six on the snub list. This is a movie that was snubbed for Jake's performance. It was snubbed for a lot of things. I think it should have been Best Picture. Definitely Best Picture nominee. Definitely, yes, Jennifer Aniston should have been nominated as well for this movie. There was buzz, folks, but it buzzed out and she was not nominated. <laughs> there was buzz. There was buzz, but it petered out. And But I think this movie is definitely ripe for a Criterion release. It was written by Mike White, who created The White Lotus, and he's also in it, and so is John C. Riley, who also was snubbed. And Jake, of course, snubbed the most. He is such a good boy. 
in the movie is the good girl. What you reading? Catcher in the Rye. I'm named after it. What's your name? Catcher? Holden. After Holden Caulfield. He's a main character. What's he do? He's put upon by society, hypocrisy of the world. Did you see The Good Girl? The Good Girl. I think I did, yeah. They works in a, like a pharmacy, kind of. Like a supermarket, oh, yeah. it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's excellent, and it was in a yeah, it was good genre where people knew they were like Jake Gyllenhaal. He was young, and he played you know people his age, twenty or something. <laughs> and directors knew that he was somebody that an older female character would gladly ruin their whole life and marriage and everything else for to have an affair with. And there were multiple movies around that time, and this was. One of them, and it was the best one, in my opinion, and they were all good. The Good Girl. I didn't know Mike White wrote that. He did. He's He's been incredible since then. You should have asked me. I knew it. <laughs> There's so many things to ask you. I don't know what to ask. Remember, 42 is the answer. I, this is the year of calm. The life, universe, and everything. All right, number five, Kendall. This one, I think this one was too weird for people, but that made people like me and maybe you like it even more. And Jake, oh, he left no emotion unturned. Also, this movie is too smart for people. You have to be a little bit intelligent to break into it. And I don't think, mm, I don't think they got it, that this movie was Jake's Big business because he played two people. It was Enemy. Did you see Enemy? Kendall? I don't think I saw Enemy. Oh. No. The fuck is this place, man? You live here? I have some questions for you. Please go or I'll call the police. Go ahead, call the police. What are you going to tell them? What are you going to tell them, man? It may be the best Jake Gyllenhaal movie of all time, only because... It might be too smart for me. Well, I mean, probably. But uh, you give it a shot. But it may be the best Jake movie of all time because he plays two people. And it's a big thing, like, what's going on? You have to be very intelligent. Uh, Watch it with me, and I'll explain (laughs) it. I'm already tired thinking about it. (laughs) And there's a really big spider at the end of it. Enemy! Ooh, see? I'm out. Oh, Kendall number... For this one, he actually was nominated for an Oscar for, and they snubbed it <laughs> by giving it to somebody else. Some idiots. Ugh, I'm going to throw up if I was there. <laughs> if I'd been there at that Oscar ceremony and seen this, I would have walked out, especially if I'd been seated behind one of the other nominees and I was on camera when they called. I think it was George <laughs> Clooney who won for some movie nobody even remembers, nobody even talks about anymore. Whereas this one, one of the classics of all time, Kendall, why else would I ever wear a cowboy hat unless it was a tribute to Brokeback Mountain? Oh, yeah. This is a one-shot thing we got going on here. It's nobody's business but ours. You know I ain't queer. Me neither. Why can't you quit it? 
I can't quit it. Neither can what, anybody else. What movie else. did George Clooney win for? <sighs> I don't even know. Let's let's look it Who up. Who cares? It's one of those George Clooney Oscar for what? Siriana. Oh, yeah. Snubbed. See how Idiots. I said nobody's mentioned it since that year. I was right. I didn't mention it that year. Neither did I. Never will I mention it again. Al <laughs> and Kendall, that's we, we've got to take a, a break from the snubs and the writings of wrongs of history <gasps> to do a little more singing, as though we haven't oh. sang enough on this episode. It's time for the game show that makes you want to sing out loud. Songs you should know. Read the McIntyre edition. And now here's your host, Living <laughs> I don't don't think we talk enough about Reba on this show. So Well, we need a whole other episode dedicated <laughs> to her. Listen, we have a lot of more shows to do. I can only imagine how many Reba tributes are yet to come. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna start us out, if okay, that's all right. Okay. Cause I you know, I've gotta do this while it's in my head. Cause it's it's so hard for me without the music to sing a song. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> He was on his way home from Candletop. Been two weeks gone and he thought he'd stop. Webs and brought him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wollow said hello. He said hi, what's hi, new? And Wollow said sit down, I got, sit down. Some, I got bad some bad news, news that's gonna, gonna hurt. hurt. Well, that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. Dun, yes, dun, it is. Dun, dun, One of my favorites. One of the best. All right, Kendall. This she, one, I mean, she has so many good ones. She does. This one is for you, dedicated okay. from me to you. Oh, good. I was born three months too early. The doctor gave me 30 days. But I must have had my mama's will and God's amazing grace. I guess I'll keep on living, even if this love's to die for. Because your bags are packed and I ain't crying. You're walking out and I'm not trying to change your mind. Because I was born to be... The baby girl without a chance A victim of circumstance The one who ought to give up But she's just too hard I'm a survivor I'm a survivor I have to like I have to sing it all in my head To get to the line I can't just pop it out Okay, here we go She married when, when she, she was, was 20, she thought she was ready. And now, now she's, she's not, not so sure. sure. She, she thought she'd done some living. She'd done some now living. She... Yeah, sorry, Kendra, I can sing it perfectly and easily because I have the lyrics right in front of me because that was my next one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is there life out there? So much. So what she hasn't done. Uh, she's not talking about beyond. life on other planets. Oh, Kendall, all right. Here's one for you. I thought she was talking about life on other planets. No, Kendall, you should never have used it in The Aliens Have Landed. <laughs> I told you it was about something else. Back oh. in 1876, an old boy named Bell invented a contraption that we know so well. By the 1950s, they're in everybody's home. It's a crazy little thing they call the telephone. Now there's one on every corner in the back of every bar. You can get one in your briefcase or a plane or in your car. 
know that one. So tell think. me why haven't I heard from you? Why haven't I heard from you? A darling, a honey, what is your excuse? Why haven't I heard from you? Okay, I do know that one, but I don't know it as well as the other one. So. Oh, well. I'm okay. Missing out. <clears throat> this next one. It's a really good one. All right. Bye. Well, I remember it all looking back. Oh, I remember <laughs> it all very well looking back. Apparently Sorry, you your don't remember it all very well. Your belt <laughs> threw me off. Well, I remember it all very well looking back. It was a summer, summer I turned 18. 18. I lived in a one-room uh, rundown shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. Oh, Kendall, you're so, you're so fancy. I want a song. <laughs> uh, I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was a summer I turned 42. <laughs> well, you remember it because it just happened. <laughs> all right, Kendall, the first time I laid my eyes on you, I knew we'd spend this life side by side. I still feel the same though you're so far away. I swear that you'll always be my teddy bear <laughs> forever <laughs> love. I promise you someday we'll be together forever love. Two things. One, I don't know why. Sometimes, you know, there's just a song you could listen to 50 billion times over and over. Mm -hmm. That one for me is that. And second, Forever Love was from the album If You See Him, but Forever Love was really from a TV movie where Reba was a mom who went into a coma. And then she woke up from her coma years and years later, and her husband was remarried, and their kids had forgotten her or whatever, you know. And it was a whole big mind trip with her. Forever, forever love. Well, that, let that be a lesson. Don't go into a coma. Let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that was fun, Cliff. So much fun. What fun. Oh, oh, oh These people. <laughs> oh, these cakes are so large, sugar lump. I don't know how anyone is ever going to eat them all. Oh, they're so huge. Well, I'll say what Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Life finds a way. Oh, I thought you were going to say, that is one big pile of shit. Isn't that, did he say that <laughs> line too? He said a lot of things. He said a know. lot of lines. Oh, <laughs> no, we, we have to try them out so you can get to judging. Yes, Bowers. So, Cliff, you better come out here and start eating these huge cakes and see who's going to be the big winner of the day. Well, I'll be out there. We have a few more snubs to count down, and then I'll be out there. And I'm still trying to decide... I promised, you know, one piece of Jake Gyllenhaal Prince of Persia merchandise as the prize. And I haven't decided whether it's going to be the keychain or one of the notes from the notepad. But I'll be deciding. What about a picture in front of the keychain? Oh, maybe a picture with, you could even have a picture with both. And in front of that pile yeah. of stuff that you made the cherry out of, but now it's just a pile of burned carpet samples. Anyway, yeah. all right, I'll be out there in just a few minutes, okay? <laughs> okay, well, we'll try to hold everyone up. All right, yeah. right. so speaking of snubbery, not shrubbery, <laughs> but snubbery. 
Snubbery. Number Snubbery. three Snubbery. on the big snubs Snubbery. countdown. Kendall, sometimes you're snubbed for best actor and sometimes you're snubbed for best supporting actor. That is, if you are Jake Gyllenhaal. And he was snubbed (gasps) for supporting actor as, oh, just a quirky kind of inscrutable, Oh, intense, you know, one of these, uh, he's a workaholic, but he's kind of a, maybe a reformed bad boy. I don't know. You just kind of have to make it all up on your own based on the genius performance that he gives as the detective. I believe his name is Detective Loki in the film Prisoners. Oh, never saw it. You never saw Prisoners with Hugh Jackman in it? No. Oh, my God. And Paul Dano? Why'd you run away from me the other night, man? I've never seen you before. You sure you have the right house? You doing some shopping at the Volume Mall lately? Uh, Why? The crime to shop there? I can't afford to buy suits from Brooks Brothers. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, yeah. You bought children's clothes. Did I? Must have been in a hurry. <gasps> oh, well, it's... Book them, Dana. Book them. You better book this, bitch. Because <laughs> it's these kids. Maybe one girl goes missing. And Hugh Jackman's daughter. And he thinks he knows who took her. And he takes the law into his own hands. But Jake is the detective on the case. And, oh, it's a very twisty turning. It's one of the great... Jake Gyllenhaal movies. I think possibly Hugh Jackman was nominated. I can't remember. But it's excellent. You still see it sometimes in the top ten on Netflix. I call it Netflix because you've got to be a nut <laughs> to love Netflix. But it still is like popular. It. It's called Prisoners. Kendall. I'll have to check it out. See it. It Unlike Ruthless People, this shows the bad side of being kidnapped and held. In oh, someone's okay. basement. In Ruth, did I he say gained Ru- weight. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> Kendall, this one is a movie. I'm not even going to bother saying that you have seen it or not. I can't imagine that you would have. It was a movie that was so snubbed that nobody even mentioned it at all, ever. But truly, Jake should have won at least one Oscar for it. It's a movie that maybe be is a story. People are like, do I need to see a movie about this? It sounds depressing. Uh, you know, it's a true story. Jake loves his true stories. And God bless him for bringing the truth to light. This is the true story of this guy who was in this bombing. He was in a bombing in Boston, do you remember this? And his legs were blown off. I remember that story. What was the movie? The movie is called Stronger. And you didn't say it. well, no, nobody did, but me. And the, <laughs> I mean, it got excellent reviews. It, it just was like a movie that was just you know, it didn't have a zippy angle. It's not about. Gotta have a zippy angle. Uh, yeah, it's not about. <laughs> 
you know, a hot button issue or anything. So it's not, you know, on people's must see lists. So, but it was, it really is a great movie. And he is, you know, you can't say better than ever because he's always been excellent, but excellent as usual. Better as always. Yeah. Yeah. In this, it's called Stronger. And my job, I'm not giving this up too. This is bigger than you. I thought you were careful. Careful? I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't raise a kid. I can't look after him. I can't, I can't look at, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to chase after him? Like I'm supposed to chase after him? How am I going to take care of him? I'm going to, I'm going to mess him up. Yes, you are going to mess him up, but not because you don't have legs, because you're a fucking kid still. Someday there'll be a resurgence for some reason. There'll be, people will start watching movies about amputees a lot and this one will be the number one on the list okay because it was excellent right. and that's why it's so high on this list because it was a huge snub because he really deserved for the umpteenth time the oscar and number one the number one snub the <gasps> snub heard round the world <gasps> When I saw this snub live on TV, that's when I knew for sure. I had my suspicions beforehand. But I knew for sure that the Oscars were a farce. When Jake received zero nominations for this one. Do you know? Can you guess what it is? Uh... Was it that paparazzi movie? It was that paparazzi movie. He even got real skinny for it. Yeah. Because he was trying. You can't, Jake. You can't. You can't look ugly. <laughs> he was trying. He thought, I want to look, you know, oh, I'm all. And he was excellent. It was that paparazzi movie about the night where he crawled. It was called Nightcrawler. Take a few days to think about it. No. You only need to hire someone else, and I don't want to hold up the process. You want to be on the inside of this, man, because I'm going to be tag-teaming every call. You keep talking like it's something that I may be interested in, but I'm not. You don't even understand the offer. If you did, you'd be fucking sucking my dick. You ask me questions. What does this mean? What does that mean? I feel like grabbing you by your ears right now and screaming in your face, I'm not fucking interested. Instead, I'm going to drive home and do some accounting. I did see that. Yeah, because it's excellent. It's a movie that will. It is like a cult classic already. So, Oscars, you're on notice. We noticed that you have snubbed <laughs> all these times. And I we noticed you're not doing your job. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Listen, once we get all these other strikes handled, we're going to strike the Oscars because... <laughs> Wrong. Those are just some of the wrongs. Wrong. <laughs> Those are just six of the wrongs that, you know, have been. And there were a bunch of wrongs in the first half, too. We didn't even talk about all the Bette Midler snubs. Anyway, oh, Kendall. Oh, my God. The cake smells are coming through the door, even though I thought that this was a smell-proof booth. And, oh, it's not. Oh, damn it. We've, I've got to get out there and try <laughs> these huge cakes. There's one, like, it's Madonna's cone bra. I don't know how they got the tips so pointy on the cone bra. And I, I, it better be cake in there. there. <laughs> they better not be Rice Krispie treats. If these are all Rice Krispie treats, I'm going to be so pissed off. <laughs> well, Clip, we'll just say it one more time before we go. Happy birthday oh. to you. Thanks for bringing us another wonderful year another of you. Another wonderful year. Here's to 42, everybody. 
What a fun sounding year. What a fun sound. Give me some time. <laughs>